0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, Please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash Levy Gelb to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Quick synopsis of the previous episode on the Youth page 18. We spoke about the five severities of Bina not being just severities in the sense of only contraction, but also they have, have a little bit of uh, chesed with them. Therefore they're, therefore, they're called the sweetened severities. And because they end up drawing down a revelation of godliness into the world, it's just like rain, which even though it falls in a very intense way, a uh, severe way, it brings life to the world. And that's also why Gvuda comes the word to Gibeiris, an overcome, an over and very intense, powerful strength. Because also, in order to bring down a revelation of the infinite, uh, unlimited godliness into the limited world, it's only through a great intense strength, just like the blowing of the soul, the unlimited soul into the body. That's why it's described to as being put, uh, placed in the body by a way of blowing. Hashem blew it into us, because blowing you're bringing from the inner strength and, so to say, stuffing the unlimited power of the soul into the limited body. And that's why it says, um, his uh, severities, his might relating to in the sense that it's, it's you're speaking to the third person because it's a higher level of the severities, and that's the severities how they exist within Bina of Vatilas and Gurascha. Your severities, as you're speaking directly to the person in a revealed way, because it's relating to the lower level of the severities how they are in Zah, which those are the severities which actually contract the energy to make it fitting to the limit to limited creations. Let me explain the, the saying of the sages: the beginning, of Hashem uh, thought to create the, the world just through attribute of uh, ju- justice and. Of severity but then he partnered with it the attribute of mercy and so the creation is usually through the name of elekim even though actually it has to come through even though the energy for creation the, the potential for creation comes from avaya the unlimited power of hashem but it has to be tampered uh, tampered it has to be dimmed and uh, limited and concealed in order that the the uh, the creation should feel itself separate and should be limited Creation. But then the idea of bringing, bringing in the attribute of mercy in is br- the Bringing in of an actual level of divine revelation of divine energy into the world to allow the worlds to not feel totally separate so they should be able to nullify themselves back to their source and that's the um, And the drawing down of this energy of the revelation of godliness into the worlds After they already feel themselves separate, but in a way that they shouldn't feel totally separate that actually comes from Chochmah I mean he explained that the creation of the matter, physical matter of creation comes from the speech of Hashem, whereas the spiritual characteristics of creation and the souls of all creation comes from the will of Hashem. And we said that these two ideas are really the same ideas of the drawing down of divine energy through Bina and through Chachma, because Bina is yesh, is a, is in a separate, it feels itself a little separate, as Chachma feels, it doesn't feel its own identity, as a separate identity. And therefore, the drawing down of the energy from Bina creates a world to feel itself separate and drawing down energy from Chachma creates the allows the, for the idea of bitl within the world so self nullification and that's why we say the blessing the form the spiritual capacity of creation comes to the love of Chachma and then we said why sometimes Malchus has its root within Bina and sometimes it's rooted within uh, Malchus is rooted within Chachma so basically the letters of Malchus mean the specific limited, contracted revelations of godliness, which is the idea of the letters, that comes from the Malchus, how it's rooted in Bina, but the bringing together the combination of the letters to make words, that's from Chokhmah, and that's the idea of the, how all the divine revelations, these limited revelations, feel the oneness, how they're all really one entity, because they're all connected to Hashem, that's through the Chokhmah, and that's the idea of the of bringing in the oneness of Hashem into creation, the revelation of godliness into creation, allowing for the Yesh the nullification of the feeling of separateness within creation. Even though we said before that this is all brought about through the five severities within Bina Vatilas, but the main idea is actually through the revelation of Chachmav into Bina. Through that, there can be brought about the, um, the sweetening of the severities and the revelation of godliness within the worlds. the top of page, Yud Tes, 19. It's also understood from what it says in the Zayar and these pages. That from the idea, of what it says explains why the word "mideishis" from the verse that Hashem is watching over the land of Israel from the beginning of the year, from the beginning, "mideishis" is written without an aleph, and we said that it refers to the night of Rosh Hashanah with the removal of the energy of the worlds um, on that night. And that's hinted to in the fact that it's missing an aleph. So the Zayar explains that, what we were just saying before. We were just saying that um, that the idea of the revelation of godliness within the world, allowing for the world to nullify, nullify themselves back to their source, is from the five severities of Bina of Atilus. But the main idea actually is from revelation from Chochmah, Within Tabina. Now that through that happen, it brings about the sweetening of the gevurahs so the severities. So the Zayer explains this idea, and it relates it to the Miracious written without an Aleph. The Isa it says in the Zayir, "Tochazi, come and see Aleph ikri When an the letter Aleph, how it is by itself, it's called rishin. Uh, Rishin—that's the word for the, which means first but written with a nun at the end, implying that it is a masculine term. So, Aleph, how it is by itself, it's called Rishen, the masculine term terminology for first, and that relates to the level of Arich Anpin, the the external level of Keser, but with a sublime, transcendent level of Godliness, which is totally unlimited. But And within this Aleph, there is hidden, and there is hidden, and concealed that which is not known. ha'inu Atik, which is referring to the panemius, the inner level of Keser, which is called Atik, which means removed, because it's so re- totally removed from all of the limited worlds. And, and that's the level of called radlo, or Reishad the head which is not known, it's at such a high level which is not known, which is not recognized by all of the limited worlds. So, Aleph by itself is the level of the external level of kesser, and within the aleph is hidden the internal level of kesser. But when this aleph um, connects, submerges with another place, the with the meaning with the level of that's the other place. Then, the when the aleph unifies, connects with, submerges with the chokhmah, then it's called rashis with the with the Aleph inside of the word rashis And that's the feminine terminology of Rishin. Aval but when you have when you so basically we see from the Zayar so far that when the alef, when the Aleph um connects with Khachma, when Chachmah shines into the Aleph, then it's called rashis with the Aleph. And Aval Aleph ksiv, Sham, but in this verse which we were talking about from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, it says, with Alef, And that refers to that because it's a place of judgment, severity. دي اسأخ meaning that judgment is unifying with its with its side. Um, مامش, even though that it's not the, the literal sense of judgments and severities. So what does that mean? That's the end of the Zerub. And that's referring to the level of Bina. It's a level of judgment of severities, but not in a, a complete sense of severities and contraction. Um, because why? Because the Because it says in the Zayar that from Bina judgments are awakened. Come the judgments and severities come from Bina. Rasham in the Zayar, there it explains more later. When the Mashiach comes in the time to come. It's going to be the level of Rishen how how it is Aleph just in, uh, just how it is by itself which we said um, refers to the level of arkh ampin of the hithenius of kasser which within that is hidden the panemius of kasser shalamaylamedias which is totally transcending even the level of um Aleph, how it is infused with Chachmah. so that's the end of the Zayar and hare so what do we see from the zair the main sweetening of the severities of the judgments, is from the level of Chochmah. And that's what we said, It says in the Zayah that that the Bina of Atsilis relates to Meirashis when the word is written with an Aleph, beginning with Ad Aleph, and Meirashis, aleph who B'kinas But when the Aleph is there, that shows that there is, within the Bina, there is shining uh, the sublime energy of Chachmah. Creating that there should be a sweetening of the gvures, of the severities of bina, that therefore causing a revelation of godliness, but still in a contracted way to each entity, to each spiritual entity, to its level, according to its level. But still a revelation, not a total, complete contraction, concealment of godliness. So we come, so we conclude that the sweetening of the severities from, comes from Chachma and. The, and also from the level of kesser, which shines within chokhmah. So now we're going back to what we said before, that the idea of this, the voice and the speech of Hashem. So we said that the 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 voice, the simple voice, before it's defined in the specific letters of speech, that refers to revelation of the infinite revelation of Hashem. And the speech has already already comes in the limited expressions of that revelation. She's So this is the main idea of the drawing down from the level of the simple voice into the speech. She's We explained before that the simple voice refers to the simple un- undefined unlimited level of Godliness. Meaning that there should be a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem within the the finite world. In order that the world the world shouldn't feel totally separate. From its source, it should have the ability to nullify itself back to its source. Um, So that's the main idea of the drawing down of the coil, of the simple voice within the speech, which speech we know the world is created through the ten utterances, through the speech of Hashem, referring to the defined, more limited revelations of godliness. But the drawing down of that simple voice into speech means they're drawing down, like I said, through the five severities of Bina, of Atsilas, the revelation of godliness within the world, allowing the worlds to feel somewhat their source, therefore enabling them to nullify themselves back to that source. And in this, in this um, drawing down of the simple voice within to the speech of creation, the intermediary is, between that simple voice and the, and the, and the, um, the speech of creation, the intermediary is the level of Aleph. In order that there should be a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem within Malchus, which is the speech of Hashem, the infinite energy of Hashem relating to the speech, uh, the simple voice. Within to the speech of Hashem, in order that there should be a revelation of God within the world, that comes through, that come by way, by way of the letter Aleph, because Aleph, is actually when you write out the when you write out the letter aleph, it's spelled aleph Lamed, pei, which spe- which also when you re- re- rearrange those letters backwards, it spells Pele, uh, wondrous. So aleph refers to the level of godliness called Pele elin, the supernal wonder. Pchinas Kesser, which relates to always and this relates to the level of Kesser, the sublime level of godliness which transcends all creation, the unlimited level, just like keser means the crown, and just like a crown surrounds the head, so to the level of keser and godliness refers to the level of godliness which transcends even the head, meaning even the Chochmah binadas, the intellectual faculties of Atzillus, which relates to the unlimited revelation of Hashem above atzilis. So the Aleph is Pala'elion, the supernal wonder. It's wondrous in the sense that it totally transcends the limited creation. And that refers to keser. Misham nimshech ikiram toka kanal me'azir. And if we said that from the keser, or from the chachma, and the keser that shines within Chachmah, that is brought about the main idea of the sweetening of the severities, allowing for there to be a revelation of godliness within the worlds. So how do you have from that simple simplicity and the unlimited revelation of the voice of Hashem? To come into the speech of Hashem, into the worlds, to create the limited worlds. That's only through the Aleph. Which the Aleph is that is what infuses the the revelation of godliness within the within the worlds, because it allows the severities of Bina not to be totally uh, not to make, create total contractions and limitations of godliness, but to allow there to be a little bit of revelation of godliness coming through the Keser and Chachmah. To explain this even more, so what is this idea of the Aleph, which is the Kesser, um, how it is going down into the speech of Hashem, into re- creating revelation of Godliness into the worlds. So the Kesser of Malchus, Malchus being the speech of Hashem which creates the worlds. So that is referring to the will, the desire, and the pleasure that Hashem has within His attribute of Malchus of Kingship, which we allows for creation. As it's known, it says in the Zayah that it arose in Hashem's will that He wanted to be king. Hashem rose in His will, I want to be king. And this desire that Hashem had to be king over the world, since to create separate worlds and to be king over them has a pleasure. Hashem has a pleasure, a delight within that. That is the pleasure, the delight that Hashem has. In the fact that the separate creations, which feel themselves totally separate, independent entities, and nevertheless they nullify themselves back to the Creator, back to the King Hashem, that is what creates a, a, a tremendous pleasure by Hashem. And just like by analogy, in the parentheses he says, by analogy, the the tremendous pleasure that a king has in this in the physical sense of being a king, and from the nullification and the, f- the fact that his servants totally follow him. He gets a tremendous pleasure from that. People that have their own their own personalities and their own identities decide to do the bidding of the king. That's what gives the king a great pleasure. So to Hashem, in the same way, he desired to be king, and that's what allows for the creating of separate, creation of separate worlds, as it's known that there is no king without a nation. The whole idea of kingship obligates that there should be a feeling of a separate nation that he can be king over. But within that desire to be king, there is also a tremendous delight pleasure that Hashem has, and that's from the fact that He created separate beings that, even though despite their separateness, they nullify themselves back to Hashem. creates a great pleasure. And concerning this idea of the nullification of the divine pleasure that Hashem gets from the nullification of the separate creations back to Hashem, it says in the Zoyar in the beginning of Hashem's will to be king he, there was engraved, an engraving in the Tehidari Law, in the higher level of purity. So what does that mean? This refers to the engraving. Um, what does it mean, the engraving? That, sort of say, Hashem engraved within Himself, He decided within Himself that the nullification of the separate creations back to, to Hashem should, so to say, matter to Him. That he should have a pleasure, a delight within the of the service of the divine creation of the separate creations, nullifying themselves back to Hashem. Um, so that 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 engraving is the pleasure, the the decision that Hashem, even though he's so uh, beyond creation and creation doesn't matter, in essence to Hashem, he decided to care and to have pleasure in the nullification in the service, divine service of the creations, and that's the idea of this engraving, so to say. This is the idea of keser malchus, of the of the level of keser, how it relates to malchus, meaning the desire and the pleasure that Hashem gets within the attribute of malchus. Because of this great pleasure and desire that Hashem has within the nullification of the separate creations, therefore Hashem contracted his his unlimited energy. And enclose it in within the attribute of Malchus, which is the level of Hashem's speech, which creates, which which allows for the feeling of separateness and creates the limited worlds that feel themselves separate. For the whole purpose of that was, why did He do that? Why did He limit Himself, bring Himself down such a high level, you know, and relate to limited creations? Is only because of the desire, the great desire and pleasure that Hashem has within our service. Zayin made Melechus cluster Kisev, and this is what it says. Mayreshes, the beginning of the year, referring to Rosh Hashanah, without it says without aleph. This aforementioned pleasure and will that Hashem has in the service of the creations nullifying themselves back to their Creator, that pleasure Hashem has is removed and goes back to its source on the night of Rosh Hashanah. That's what it means and explains in the Chassidus. In Kabbalah, that the main idea of the removal of the energy of the world in Rosh Hashanah is in the inner aspect of the energy. Meaning, the revelation which, in, with, uh, which shines within the level of Malchus, which creates the world through, by way of the five severities of Bina. So, that's what it means when it says that there is a removal of the inner, divine, the inner divine energy of creation in Rosh Hashanah is referring to the inner pleasure that Hashem has within the creation of the world. that inner pleasure, and desire is removed on the night of Rosh Hashanah. And that is what our purpose and our services in Rosh Hashanah is to focus on drawing down that divine pleasure that Hashem has from anew, drawing down from the source of all pleasures, from Hashem in His essence, how He is the source of all pleasures, that He should have a new pleasure, within the creation of the worlds, because of our service in this, of nullifying ourselves back to the Creator. creator. And how do we accomplish this, drawing down Hashem's pleasure in a new way, from the source of all pleasure? Through the blowing the Shreifer, we draw down from the inner core and the inner essence of of Hashem. How do we know that Shreifer accomplishes this? Because it says, Praiseworthy is the nation the, who know how to blow the shafer, who know the Truah, the sounds of the shafer. And it continues the verse and it says that Hashem, the, the, in the light of Hashem's face, continence, they will go. Which means that through uh, the blowing of the shafer, through the Jewish people that know how to blow the shafer in the right way, according to Halacha, they cause that. They cause the revelation of the inner panacha, the face. The inner panimius of Hashem that it should go that it should come down to this world. The inner essence of Hashem. My mashan is Bar Bizer bezayr. Emor, the Daf Tzadik Tes. See at all off. See what it says in the zayr. There it says, "Quote Kad Hahu Shipheri Lo." When that supernal shipher, which relates to bina, the de dekayla be, and the light that is that is shining within it. The light of everything, which what is that? That within that, supernal shoifer, its supernal relate, light which relates to bina, shines the light of chokma, and also the the inner essence of keser, which we said before, shines within chokma. So within we see that within the shayfar is uh, this if supernal shayfar is a revelation of chokma, which is which within that is the inner essence of keser, which is really the inner, inner essence of Hashem. So another idea in the Zohar relating that the Shaifer relates to the inner essence of Hashem. See what it says in the Maymar Lukud Day Day that through the Shafer you draw down the severities of Atik or the Panemias of Kessar. Makurainugim which which that relates to the source of all pleasures the that Hashem should have Drawing down Hashem's desire and pleasure within the the attribute of Malchus of, Hashem, of Hashem's speech of creation, the Nimshach Kesser Malchus idea As it's known um, that through uh, that on Rosh Hashanah it's drawn down the Kesser of Malchus, the uh, divine pleasure that Hashem has within creation through the Shayfer, because the Shayfer relates to that inner essence and draws down, pulls down from the inner essence of Hashem, like we said from the verse. So this is another. Um, the Zayar says that and also in this Maimer in the Kudah speaks about this idea that the Shafer relating to the inner essence of a Shamma, Shah See also in it says, it quotes there the Shafer that the word Shafer is made up of four letters, shu Shinvav, and then Pey Resh part. Shinvov Hain Gvuris duchin. The Shinvav, the first two letters of Shafer relate to the the masculine um, the masculine severities. And the Peirish is the last two lots of the relate to this, the the feminine severities. And see over there it explains in the on the in the Zayar and about this. So um um, and we we sweeten these these severities which are drawn down through the shayfar. You sweeten these severities through havaya adna, like it says in the verse havaya adna b'shayfar yiska, that Hashem, and it uses both names, divine names of Hashem, two names, that um, that Hashem b'shayfar yiska blows the shayfar. So how do you su- su- sweeten the severities that are drawn down through the shayfar through? Like it says in the beginning of that verse, Adnai Through the two names of Hashem, who Gematria because Havaya Adnai, these two names, if you the Gematria of them, the numerical equivalent equivalent of the letters of these two names of Hashem, if you switch the letters, in the way of Atbash, switching each letter with its correspondent letter at the end of the Hebrew alphabet, you come up with the same Gematria of shoifar. So. These two divine names are what sweeten the severities that are drawn down to the Shafer and uh, cause for the revelation of the inner essence of Hashem through the Shafer. Meaning, uh, through the Shafer you, you draw down the sweetened severity, and that comes through. The aleph canal, which we said, is the divine pleasure that Hashem has within the, within the creation. And that is drawn down through the Shafer. And now, according to this, we understand what we say in the davening of Rosh Hashanah, this is the day, the beginning of your works, a remembrance for the first day. Why we're saying this is the day, the beginning of your works, the day of Rosh Hashanah, that's seemingly it's not understood because, and we know the 25th of El, it says in more than the 25th of El, the world was created and not on the first of Tisha, which is Rosh Hashanah. Also, what does it mean when it says this is that Rosh Hashanah is a remembrance for the first day? And the explanation is the fact that the world was created on the 25th of Elul. That's what we said before. This is relating to the level that Hashem arose in Hashem's thought to create the world through the attribute of judgment. That relates to the aspect of the creation of the world that happens through the concealment, the contraction of divine energy to allow for the world to feel themselves separate. She is havasay yeshku. nimshochim say mimutokis. But on Rosh Hashanah, there's draw down, not just the the five severities how they are within the level of za the midas of Atilas, which create which allow for the creation of separate worlds. We're talking about Rosh Hashanah relates to the five severities how they are already sweetened within bina. The meaning there should be a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem within Malchus, which, is, which comes through the Aleph, which we said before. So, so the 25th of El is, uh, is relating more to the aspect, the creation of the worlds, how they are just through divine judgment, through the contraction of the energy, allowing for a feeling of separateness. And the Rosh Hashanah, the creation of the worlds relates to the five severities, how they're already sweetened, and there's a revelation of, of God within the world. This is what we're saying. This today on Rosh Hashanah, meaning which we know the, uh, the first Tisha, the, the day of Rosh Hashanah, is the day that Adumrishin, the first man, was created. So this is the day, the day of creation of man. Shall Day. next page uh, through the man's service of Hashem, he draws down the revelation of Godliness. This day, the day of creation of, of, of the first man, who serves Hashem and nullifies himself back down, back to his Creator and draws down Godliness. This is Tilas This is the beginning of your work. Shazal Taklis that is the ultimate purpose and intent of all of creation um, and this is just a remembrance for the first day oh, so what does it mean remembrance of the Rishon it uses the word Rishin, and not Rishis like we said before from the Zair. Rishain relates to a higher level than even Rishis Rishis is relating to how the Chokhmah is shining in Tabina, and Rishin is relating to Aleph the Aleph how it is by itself which relates to Arich Anpin levels in Kesser, even the Atik, the Pnimis of Kesser. So this, love, this idea of the creation of a man who draws down godliness into the world, this is Tehillas this is the ultimate purpose of creation, and it is a remembrance for the first day, Rishon, which transcends Kanal B'Shem Behind Him from because on Rosh through our divine service, we're able to draw down from the source of all pleasures, or the for- source of all divine pleasures, from the Shem's very essence, and that is, and um, that is a Zikarin. It's a remembrance to the Yoim Rishin, to the day when Mashiach will come which will be drawn down in a revealed way the level of Rishin, the panemius of kasser Hashem in his very essence. And this is, when we do, the when we draw down Hashem's pleasure within creation through the blowing of the shofar and through the spiritual services connected with that, nullifying ourselves back to our Creator, showing that we're totally we want to be the Hashem's servants for the new year, this draws down that core essence of Hashem, which is a remembrance of how it's going to be when Meshiach comes, which is going to be a drawing down of that core essence, but in a revealed way. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast Chesidus. This is Levi Gelb and if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com Also please check out my website chesidisonline.org and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Teirer Lukute Teirer almost every week and there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Mimerim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or a simcha and to do that please email email me at rabbi gelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much